0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, November the 7th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're doing well. And today, I have an interesting topic of discussion, which is kind of around, I guess, gaming environments or replaying games a second time when a game didn't really connect with you the first time. Because I have recently been playing Remedies Control. And assuming I finish the game, I'll certainly talk more about the game itself in a future episode, but what I think is specifically interesting about my second time playing through this game is that the first time that I played it, something didn't really connect with me, but I really wanted to like it. And the second time that I'm now playing it, I'm really connected to it, and I'm really enjoying it. Something's clicked. And the only real reason I can think of for for the difference is because of the environment in which I was playing the game. You see, the first time that I played Control, it was on my Xbox One, and I was playing it in my living area, and I think there were a number of factors which kind of led to me disliking it. One of them was that I wasn't really able to get absorbed into the game because my TV was so far away. You know, Control is a very atmospheric game. It's all about the lore and the world that you're inhabiting. And when you're struggling to read the text on the screen, you're like squinting your eyes every time a piece of paper comes up, it's really hard to get into that, and it makes you want to ignore that. The other thing is that, hey, the game is a third-person shooter, and playing shooters with a controller, at least for me, is not a super great experience. I much prefer it on keyboard and mouse. And I didn't think that was going to be such a huge deal until I played the game with keyboard and mouse, and it became way more satisfying to shoot enemies. And similar to the immersion note earlier, I think that listening to the audio through your television is very different than listening to it through your headphones, which I do on PC. It really allows you to get absorbed into the moment. And I don't know, I think all of that kind of together means that my experience playing the game the first time was not the same as my experience playing it the second time. And it really got me to reevaluate some of the older games that I've played that I put down, but I really wanted to enjoy. Was it just because of how I was playing the game? Was it because of the environment I was in, or, or the stage of life that I was in, even? I imagine there's a number of games that I was not interested in playing while I was, like, knee-deep in studies at university, but now that I'm just working, I would enjoy more. I don't know. And also, that is why I'm always so careful to judge the quality of a game. I mean, if I genuinely feel like it's a bad game, then, okay, so be it. But I also tend to err on the side of, like, hey, this just wasn't for me in this moment. And maybe at a different time I would enjoy it, or maybe I wouldn't. But maybe somebody else in a certain point of time would enjoy it, and that's okay. And I mean, that's the way it should always be, but... Anyway, yeah, I mean, I have the privilege of having multiple places to be able to game, and I feel very lucky to have that because it means I get to re-enjoy games that maybe I previously didn't. I think this conversation also gets very interesting once you consider things like portable gaming consoles. Of course, our phones have so many games on them, and you can play those... While you're on the subway, or just in transit in general, or laying down on the couch, or whatever. Anywhere that a console is not available, you can just whip out your phone and play something. And then, of course, there's the Nintendo line of 3DSs, or the Nintendo Switch, the PSP and the PS Vita. The whole point of those consoles is that you are able to do them portably, and therefore you're going to be in a different environment than obviously sitting at a computer, and possibly sitting at a couch. Now, does that enhance your experience of a game, or does that just contribute to the ease of access? I think it can be both. When I have played games portably in the past, they've needed to be generally low, low input, not having to touch a lot of buttons at once, basically. And so I have very much appreciated narrative-driven games while I'm on the go, because it's almost like reading a book at that point. Whereas if I play some of these games when I'm just sitting at my computer then I might get a little antsy, I want to do something, I want to shoot something, <laughs> or whatever. I'm thinking about shooting because I'm playing Control, but... And so, in that way, I think I, my, my experience can be enhanced by by portability. So, anyway, maybe give me your thoughts on anything that I've brought up today. What's a situation in which you've played a game, and then you liked it better the second time, or worse the second time, because of the situation in which you were playing it? My friends, that's about all the time that I have today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. Of course, I will be back tomorrow with the daily news updates, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, so, uh, you know what I did? I bought myself something. So, Shelby and I, of course, are going to be traveling, and... For the last decade, I've been using a first-generation Kindle Paperwhite for my books. Now, Shelby does not use an e-reader. She only does physical books. She sees uh, the e-books as sacrilege, as somebody who has worked in bookstores for two to three years now. Oh gosh, yeah, it's been like three years now. That's insane. Anyway, but the thing is, like I said, this is a very old version of of the e-book. I think this one came out in 2012, so yeah, close to 10 years, and I got it right away. And it's just really showing its age like the battery is not great. The charging port is kind of busted. You have to like hold it at the right angle and sometimes I'll do it and then it just won't charge because I didn't put it in right. I've cracked the screen a few times, not majorly, but it's just kind of annoying to have a little blip of light there. Oh, the response time is like atrocious. I'll like hit the button to go next page and then I'll have to like wait a few seconds. So I'm like, you know what? If we're going to be traveling, like I want something that's reliable. I want something that has like easy to navigate menus, which I don't currently have to find the book that I want to read. All of that good stuff. And I want a much better battery life, of course. So I went ahead and I ordered myself the latest edition of the Kindle Paperwhite, which actually just released a couple of weeks ago, the 2021 version. It's got a bigger screen. And anyway, it's my first time actually buying an e-reader for myself. I've had a couple of e-readers in my lifetime. Uh, When I was when I was in middle school, I had a Barnes and Noble Nook which was not available in Canada. My parents actually had some friends who were going down to the States, and, and they got it there for me. And that one really upset me because I brought it to school one day, left it in my locker, and I came back, and the whole thing was just busted. I still have no idea how it happened. Um, I don't remember dropping it, dropping anything on it. I thought somebody might have, like, bullied me or something, but I didn't have any enemies at that point. And even if it was somebody, I don't know how they would have gotten into my locker, so... Anyway, I was really upset when that happened. And then I stopped reading. Honestly, after that happened, I didn't ha- I didn't really own any physical books that I could read. And I don't know, I guess I didn't visit the library very much. So no more reading for me. And then one year, uh, my, I mean, she's basically my cousin. She's my family friend. Well, I guess technically we're related. So yeah, she's my cousin. Um, I grew up with her. Anyway, she got like a new phone. And with the phone as part of it, it came with like a Kindle paperwhite free, free bundle. And she didn't read. And so she's like, do you want this? I was like, yeah. So I got it. And then that's, the, that's what I've been rolling with ever since. So I'm excited to get a new, fresh one. One that I've purchased for myself and that I get to take care of for the next 10 years. I'm going to download a whole bunch of books and put it on there. Oh, it's going to be great. So that was step one of preparing for travel. Is get get the book in order. <laughs> in terms of technology, the next thing I have to do is get myself a, uh, a laptop I have to purchase a laptop. That's not I'm not looking forward to that. I don't want to drop drop the dope on that. Uh, And I also need to get some lavalier microphones, some clip-on microphones for Shelby and I, so that we can easily talk to each other into a mic, or when we're out and about, we want to record some footage. I think that's about it for tech. I don't want to go too overboard, but we do have to do a little bit of preparation. Anyway, that's all for me, folks. Oh, actually, one more thing I'll mention right now. I've talked about this book before, but I'm reading the series uh, Murderbot Diaries, which is all about a robot who gains sentience but is specifically de- designed to be like a combat robot and has major social anxiety. It's so good and and it's very short as well. It's about 100 pages each book, 150 pages. Uh, I just I just finished the third one. They're extremely good. They're very good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be reading the the whole series, but it's still coming out. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks folks. Uh till tomorrow. Ciao.